as you all know, farming is one of my favorite activities. Real life. <laughs> Nailed it. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> Hold on. Uh, longtime listeners of the podcast don't know that I'm about to jump on you with Real Life or Skyrim. You can't, you can't say wait, that wait, wait, yet. Wait, 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 Real Life or Skyrim? It's not like we do this every single time we open the episode. It's been four months since I've heard another <laughs> Two episode. years, I think, actually. <laughs> Two years. So, so as you all know, I, I, I very much enjoy farming. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm the kind of person who also enjoys being able to teach other people uh, activities such as farming. Um, so I've been tending to my leeks and my cabbages and, and other such things that grow in the ground. But I've also been teaching other people how to grow these items. What I don't know is whether that this instruction is happening in real life or sky. Whoa, my goodness. I didn't see that coming. Um, That's okay, good. so you got two different options here. You could yeah. either be really teaching someone how to grow things cool. or telling your followers to pick something. In my head, that's what it is. Those are the two options I come to mind. I picture Lee in a floppy hat, tending the soil, teaching someone to grow things as well. I'm going real life. Ooh, I'll go Skyrim. The answer that you are waiting for, that I will tell you as soon as I draw this out way too long. He's vamping. <laughs> is real life. Oh, there you go. Yeah, with, with with the you know uh, the little disclaimer that it's also a different video game involving farming. Oh, so it's not. Animal so it's not Skyrim. Uh, Far- Stardew, Valley. Oh, okay. Stardew Valley. Stardew Valley. Stardew Valley is such a good game. Yeah. You know, let's scrap the Elder Scrolls podcast. Let's do a Stardew Valley podcast. <laughs> a Stardew Valley podcast. Stardew Valley. Stardew Valley. Stardew Valley. Stardew Valley. Stardew Welcome, everybody, to episode nine of the one, the only, hashtag DovaCast, Arrows to the Knee, a spoken collection of Skyrim stories. I am your host, Killian Giants Toe McMurphy, and I am joined, as usual, eh, by my co-hosts, my cohorts, and my pals, Dorian Fetch the Mead Mitchell. Need something? Lee. Real Lee Stetson. Insert quote from game here. Oh, that's a good one. That's pretty original, actually. (laughs) Need something? I love that. That's one of my favorite quotes. So we'll start with you, Dorian. You have a story to tell, don't you? What's going on with your character? I got got a couple stories to tell. Ooh. For my character, I've just been tracking down the words of power. Finally getting around to doing that. Had a pretty good collection so far. Just been exploring, taking it day by day, living life, thinking, what are we here for? What, what is it all about? Real what? life. Oh, shit. Oh, depressing. <laughs> also, so my friend Dev Miller, who I will be interviewing for a Random Encounter sometime soon, he actually picked up Skyrim uh, about a month or so ago. He got the legendary mashed version for the Xbox One X. And this is a guy who had watched people start playing it back in 2011 when the game was first big. He's always like, oh, Skyrim, what's that about? Oh, my goodness. And he picked up, picked up the copy, and I hung out with him uh, about a week, week or so ago. And he is already at level, like, 50. Whoa. He's put in some work in this game, by the way. He's put in some hours. Like What's four, his race? What's his place now? He is a Breton. full so team, he, he, he is a Breton named Snowhound. Snowhound. In fact, bring him in. He's right over. Oh, Definitely. Oh, yeah. Come on down. Um, yeah. Hey, it's Moobobin. <laughs> 
That's spot on, actually. <laughs> so yeah, his character's name is Snowhound. Um, he is a two-handed warrior. And he's just bopping around, having a good time. The one, so, the which around. name is more lame? Snowhound? Snowhound? Or, or uh, what was your, was your? Shooter. My name is Shooter, no, actually. No, no, that's not it. it uh, it's something really lame. Oh, Swear on Night Sworn. <laughs> Swear on Night Sworn is not a lame name. Anywho. Oh, man. That's but yeah, cool. Devin's put in if some the work. Glove fits, you and, quit. <laughs> and Devin admitted that Skyrim is indeed a cool game. Oh, well. Lee, what do you build about you, man? How's how's life? What about me? I haven't had a pickle lately. <laughs> you know, I have pickles. a pickle. <laughs> yes, I have actually a pickle, I did yes. have a pickle recently. Fantastic. Yeah, I had to share it. That was a sad moment in my life. In Skyrim? Are you? Oh, is that? Is are you asking me the Valentine? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, Valentine's been undergoing some interesting uh, experiences lately. Um, the the sad thing was on our previous episode or one of our previous episodes, I talked about the fact that Lydia and I are, are no longer running around. She decided to take on some more responsibilities back at the homestead. Um, and Saran and I have been um, going about, which it's it's nice. Saran is a good traveling partner, but Lydia and I really had a bond. And, and I think we missed that um, being on the road, smashing our enemies. Um, you know, it's it's some. There's something about having you and your follower right there in the face of the enemy from either side, just crushing their skulls with with a mace. And just Saran is a distance person. Love, mm, lo- yeah. love Saran. And it's just it's not the it's not the same effect. Um, I mean, Saran is great, but it's it's a different experience. So I've, in that sense, I've actually felt a little lost recently. So I started venturing out pretty far. I went to that. Um, Solstinium land. Whoa, the dark mm-hmm. Solstigi. <laughs> Solstigi, yeah, so Solstigi. Yes, as the natives call it. <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, so, uh, you know all these noobs come around and say Solstheim or whatever. It's Solstigi. Sky babies. Sky babies. Yeah. Uh, so there's that. I've been actually working on uh, my weapons trade. As I said, uh, I've been restocking a lot of armors around town. War ain't no war maidens, but. <laughs> so, a, stout, a solid establishment. Honest pay for honest work. Am I right, so Stetson? Do you protect yourself or do you have some damage? So is that what you were asking me about? Uh, what's going on in Skyrim? Uh, yeah, yeah I, I guess, I man. Well, how, how do you do emotionally, physically? Are you doing all right, I didn't, I didn't prep for this. How are you doing temperature-wise? <laughs> That's the most important question I ever asked somebody. How about you, Killian? What's going on with you, man? We don't hear a lot from you these days. You're wondering what's going on with Eel Nostens? <laughs> Ugh. You said that name four, four, four more times. Yeah, three more times before Lee disappears back in the fifth dimension. <laughs> yes, my Breton character. Lately, I've been really into destruction magic, mm-hmm. specifically the cold touch spell, which nope. I don't think what, what exists. What is that? I don't think it exists in Skyrim. Of course, it's oblivion. Mm-hmm. You get close to somebody and you freeze them. Yes, touch them. <laughs> and I say cool phrases like, ice to meet you. <laughs> or chill out. Yeah, exactly. Nice, dude. Exactly. Real exactly. cool stuff. Um... Well, uh, obviously the name of the game is Oblivion, but I have to say that closing the Oblivion portals are the most mundane, boring, repetitive part of the entire, entire Mm. game. Makes you feel like you're talking with Dorian. I know, like he's telling you about Dragon Priest. (laughs) Or hitting on the new girl. But do you have 10 minutes (laughs) talking about Dragon Priest? Oh, gosh. Okay. Um, So I got to the, the quest where I aid Bruma. And you have to close so many Oblivion Gates over the course of that 
quest that I just by the end it's exhausting and your willpower is drained. Both real life and oblivion, your wi- willpower is completely drained. Now I'm gonna fall asleep. Oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. So I got to the quest where they, a giant oblivion gate opens up, you know, three times the size of a normal oblivion gate. And it's really impressive to look at. And there's a giant monster once you get inside. And it's all should be so impressive and so wowing. But I'm just, I'm so tired at that point. I've been through so many oblivion gates to the point where I'm not even fighting the Dremora inside. I'm just mm. running through to try to get the hell out of there. Man. So I feel like. Really, that giant Oblivion Gate and the quest associated with it really lost its effect because I was so, like I said, Oblivion in real life. My Com- willpower was drained. Compared to running through your 80th Draugr-filled Nordic burial chamber, mm-hmm. like, is, is the comparison similar or is this a lot more draining? It's, it's very, very similar. Really? But at least with those, they're a little different. Oblivion Gates, they all feel almost all exactly the same. Man, that's kind of a letdown, actually. You got puzzles in the dungeons that, that you don't really have as much of in the Oblivion Gates, at least what I've found so far. Um, but no, they're equally as exhausting, I would mm-hmm. say. Um, I will say that the Oblivion Gates are a little more fun to look at, a little more exciting. Oh, yeah? Um, a wider range of enemies. And one thing I do have to say is that I ran into some uh, spider dremoras recently. Oh, my. I know. And to be honest, they kind of look like Momo a little bit. Oh, right? Momo. Oh, my. Like, Damn, is that Momo? <laughs> spider dremora looking <laughs> thick. Be careful, Momo. But, yeah, that's it. Thick Momo. Spider dremora. <laughs> this is quite boredom. The... Oblivion. Oblivion. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Those are the selling points. Oh, now it's time for your segment. No, it's not. What? I do want to say another thing. Um, former guest, uh, Sunny Kiss, started another playthrough of Skyrim. Mm. And this one is a lot more role-playing centric. Much like you, Lee, in your playthrough, Sunny is trying to accomplish the impossible. He is not trying to just bring an end to the Civil War. He is trying to bring <laughs> peace between oh, the parties. Man, hmm. I'm glad he's so hopeful. I'm glad that he still, you know, believes. Impossible, right? Which angle do you think he has to go? Do you think he's going to get more luck by working with the Imperials or or by appealing to the greater nature of the Stormcloaks? I think he's dating Ulfric Stormcloak right now. Oh, uh, my. Honestly, says something about me. I said, Sonny, baby, you really have a type for lunatic white people. <laughs> with longish hair. You, yeah, you, with longish hair. You kind hair. of look similar. I mean, you're, you're not at all a Nord. Uh, well, yeah. Well, one does not use his power to <laughs> usurp the throne. But other than that, if I put the two of you side by side, maybe we should. Maybe. Uh, listeners, Alfred, he just happens <laughs> to be here. Come, Come on, on in. <laughs> yes, not you, Devin. See this? Yeah, star. Yeah, we got a whole cast today. Uh, why don't we bring the camera? <laughs> so in, impossible, right? This can't be done. But I said, uh uh-uh, I got an idea. So I'm gonna have Sonny play. Through the main quest, all the way up into the quest called Season Unending. Mm. You guys yeah. remember that? Vaguely. Well, if it's unending, he's not going to ever bring any peace. <laughs> okay, wrap Let's, it up. Let Thank you. Let's go. Um, season Unending is where you sit around the table with the Thalmer, the... Oh, you're at the table. Yeah, the Stormcloaks, yeah. and the Imperials. The and 
the thick murray. Oh if you my! Will. Damn, that's a fun episode. Very, man, it's a very thick episode. Thick, heavy episode. Oh. Episode nine, down with the thickness. <laughs> um. So he gets to that point, and during the course of that quest, Skyrim is at peace. You've said, we're all going to work together and we're going to stop fighting for the sake of the, you know, the dragon Mm -hmm. incident. What's going on with that? Um, So I said, if you don't care about stopping Alduin, you can quit playing the main quest right there and Skyrim will technically be at peace. So so will he leave the room while that conversation is in progress? Because if, if he doesn't... I feel like the tentative peace causes all sorts of issues where nobody is where you need them to be, and it hinders a lot of other quests in the game. Because it's a ripple effect. Yeah, like they, they basically like congregate outside of High Hrothgar. Just waiting. Right. And, and I, I wonder if you go in, if you can leave mid negotiations, or if the doors are barred. Hmm. See, that was my thing. I thought that he would he have should... to end the quest, but you're right. It does well, leave can... a lot of things in flux. He can always do, do two save files and try out and try that out. That's what, what he's been doing. He's been doing the two awesome. save files thing a lot. Um, that sounds uh wow. maybe but... maybe you inspired him, Lee. Maybe your your goal to achieve the uh, impossible is inspire other people. Nothing is impossible. Todd Howard, every day of his life. You know what is impossible? Life. Having sex with a flame astronaut. What? What? Uh, what? All right, so this is obviously going to come out months and months and months and months after this Ye- meme blew probably up. Probably years. Because we're recording it months and months and months after this meme blew up. <laughs> so the editing process is going to take 16 times as long. Hey, well. our crank editing team works hard. But for my reading today, I was going to read a little story about how a fella wanted to have sex with a flame astronaut. Hmm. This might uh, bring to mind um, mm, the lusty Argonian maid, mm. uh, the sultry Argonian bard, uh, but this is a much more modern version of this story. Is it as spicy? Uh, it kind of makes me super uncomfortable. Like a nice spiced ham. Yeah, uh, a spam, if you will. So oh, I will. I am going to have sex with this female flame astronaut. That's a sentence for you. Yes. Mm. I'm going to have sex with this female flame astronaut from Oblivion. I find the flame astronauts in the Elder Scrolls for Oblivion sexy. However, their body is made up of of 87% fire and 100% fire surrounds them. That could kill me if I tried to have sex with one. To remedy this, the flame astronaut casts a spell on me, making me resistant to fire. Wow. Keep in mind, resistant, I'm reading this word for word, resistant is not the same as immune. I still take damage. It is either one point or zero points of damage each second I'm having sex with her. Just because a particular second caused zero points of damage does not mean that I'm not going, that I'm, this is almost gibberish, does not mean that I did not feel anything. It just means I took no damage. I'm not going to rush through having sex with this flame astronaut. I I make sure I pleasure anything I have sex with, especially non-humans. I'd rather take damage than to not pleasure this flame astronaut. That was probably the most uncomfortable paragraph I've heard in a while. Oh, that's just one of the paragraphs. Oh, God. I'll, I'll jump to this later section. The flame astronaut and I go to the plains of oblivion to have sex. 
When having sex with non-humans, it is always sexier to have sex in their natural habitat rather than a human's natural habitat. The Plains of Oblivion is the flame atronach's natural habitat. But me? before we went into the Plains of Oblivion, <laughs> the flame atronach let all the danger know that we are just here for sex. The danger will not attack us because they know that I'm here at the Plains of Oblivion on sexual business. Ooh, sexual business. <laughs> Sexual Congress. Sexiest. <laughs> the, the opposite of sexual progress, if you will. <laughs> this includes the Dramora. However, the Dramora thinks that I'm going to be an easy recruit for becoming a follower of Mayroon's Dagon, considering I'm having sex with a flame astronaut. However, I have no interest in becoming a Daedra. What a story. And that was written by Dorian Mitchell, ladies and gentlemen. Different strokes, different... <laughs> <laughs> when every Tinder profile looks the same these days, you have to stand out. That's right. That's right. And buy some boosts and power-ups. <laughs> Dorian, if What's you had it? to have sex with any of the Atronachs, which kind would you choose and why? Momo. That's not, it doesn't count. What? No. Mm. Would you choose a flame Atronach? Or perhaps a frost Atronach? <laughs> that might not be flattering. I'm good. I'm all right. Ashley. How about you, Stetson? Oh, well, this inspired <clears throat> author uh, clearly makes a compelling argument for the flame Atronach. Who am I to argue that any Atronach would be a better choice than the one already chosen? You say Atronach? Atronach. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was just going to say, I think we've been pronouncing too many things correctly on this episode. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's right. Kelly, how about you, though? You haven't told us what you would... I think that's disgusting, and that guy's a total pervert. And the fact that you, Dorian, agreed with him makes me sick. You know, I kind of wish, though, I will say this, that you could play as one of the Dramoras. Like, I'm sure there's a mod out there where you can, but, like, what if they were one of the races you could choose at the beginning? How do you think walking around town people would react to seeing a Dramora? Well, you'd be smelling weakness left and right. Dude, that's all you could smell is weakness. weakness. Just weakness all the time. Mm, challengers would be all over the place. The challengers near. But since we can't choose Dramoras, we gotta go with Khajiits, or Orcs, or Argonians, or Nords, or Bretons, or Imperials. For the unmodded. For the unmodded. Traditional way. Vanilla is the term. Oh. Yeah. Vanilla. 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 Personally, everyone knows that I'm a fan of the Orc race. Hmm. I like the power. I like the Berserker. I have never been good at sneaking. Real life and Skyrim. <laughs> you are very obvious. Yes. Bold, if you might. Well. Um, how about you? So Lee Stetson, what whoa! do you think is your favorite race to play as and why? Oh, I haven't played as very many. Uh, um, yep. Haven't played as many. Uh -huh. Can't comment. <laughs> I have been really falling in love with this Bre this Breton playthrough a lot because everyone knows I am a uh, restoration-based mage. So having mm. more Magicka to pull from, being yeah. half-elf, really, really, really aids my particular play style. Nice. Yeah, yeah uh, that's, uh, you know, Valentine I crafted as an Imperial because it was that whole um, uh, Melania Trump uh, thing and so it was like from the RPG side of things but in the past choosing a character has always a, a race has always been a choice of 
am I going to play uh, a magic caster primarily? Am I going to get in the fray of battle? Do I want to sneak around and use the bow? It's always by those traits. I, I think uh, just about anyone would make their choice on that. So that being said, you know, I, I don't know that I've ever played an orc um, because this was the first character I really played with the sword and board style. Mm -hmm. I've always favored ranged weapons or well, mostly ranged weapons, not even Magicka so much. Um, or it's always been like an afterthought to have Magicka in there. But right. sword and board is just, it's never been my play style. Uh, until now, and I and I like it, and certainly a Nord or an Orc or or anyone would have been better for for it. But the RPG playthrough of this character was more appealing to me, so to be an Imperial was a natural choice. What's the uh, I forget the terminology? The hidden special power of the it's Imperial? The, yeah, it's, it's a sign it, of the Lord, right? Where you get an increase <laughs> in health. So um, that was a no, the the Imperials, at least in Skyrim, if I'm not mistaken, have the ability to pacify um, as a power, as well as the passive. So that would be their active trait. You can pacify enemies. Right. It's like Touch of the Emperor or something like that. Yeah. Voice yeah, of right. the Emperor, I think. Right. Um, and then there's also the passive trait of more gold appears. That's it. That's what I'm thinking of. For a... Uh very economically minded man like yourself that's very beneficial stetson yes <laughs> dorian me boy now that you've had time now that think. you've had time to think about it and ponder what you think what race and why hmm i'm gonna go with argonia so my thing about he wrote like rpgs or fantasy based games is that it's you know you're going to a different whole new world and I'm already human, so I always choose. Like, well, that's not <laughs> yeah, particularly crazy. <laughs> I'm a human throwing that word around. Human. So I usually try to pick races that are non-human. Exactly. <laughs> there, there it is. But Argonians stuck out to me because I mean they're basically lizard men or women. Either one. Isn't that a slur? I don't think so. Lizard person, you there on the ceiling. <laughs> Um, because what do you think, <laughs> do you think <laughs> lizard person on the ceiling, Devin? Yeah, they, they look really cool to me. Um, their ability to breathe on the underwater is actually pretty. That's cool. It's a waste, and, though. You get so many ways to breathe underwater in this game. You ever kiss one? A anyway, back to what I was saying. Also, the ability to—I'm uh, not answering this question. <laughs> um, <laughs> the ability also to generate their health is pretty cool too. And just look badass. They just look badass to me. They look little slime trails everywhere. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Now that's kind of, that's kind of a, that's a little slur. Yeah, Argonian. Argonian, Argonian. That lizard life. You like being slimy, you say. I, well, I'm gonna use some slimy tactics on this trivia, my man. Oh, sh oh, snaps! My turn. Wow. Oh, it's your segment, Dorian. <laughs> Has he said, Killian, you're so smart. I want to show everyone how smart you are and how much of your free time that you waste looking at Elder Scrolls lore YouTube videos. So we are going to do some trivia. Let's get you in the mood. Hey guys, I'm here for another video. I just want you to. <laughs> <laughs> Nate here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's time for a new, a new thing. It's going to be Elder Scrolls trivia lightning round. Lightning round. Because, you know, Lee and Killian think they are the foremost experts on well, the Scrolls. do not put words in my mouth. Lee Stetson, 2018. I am the foremost expert on Scrolls. Eonestos. 
But yeah, I think I say that yeah. differently. Every we, time. we talk a lot about Elder Scrolls I here. I make no bold proclamations. I have a pick. I make no bold <laughs> proctology. But yeah, so I decided to test you guys. See how well you know some cool facts about Skyrim and everything else. Hit me with it, Slick. Alright, question one. There's a mirror back there. You ever seen Double Jeopardy? Do you guys think that the map in Skyrim is, Pass. is the biggest one in the Elder Scrolls series? Wrong. That would be I, Daggerfall. I didn't, um, I didn't say. If, wrong. What, what do you mean biggest? Largest. Like biggest geographic area in the world covered or biggest as in play content available? You mean thickest oh. like Momo? Mm. Momo. Your question did you, did lacks you specificity. The worst question ever, dude. Did you, what did you say? Dagger, Daggerfall is that the is biggest correct. one. Apparently. Did you, why is that true? Because it's randomly generated. Mm. Well, then by reality, it's fake. Oh, it's fake, dude. Get murked. I didn't make the map of Skyrim Daggerfall. That's, yeah. a, that's, a, that's a technicality question. That's not trivia. Trivia is clear cut. Yeah. Answer only. Speaking of cold cuts, you guys go to need to go to YouTube and subscribe to Meet the Press, the newest series. On, just wow, what's, what's that? <laughs> <laughs> Next question, Mitchell. Um, let's see. Do you guys think there's a kid named Dovahkiin out there? How is do you think <laughs> trivia? <laughs> what was the question? Do you guys think there's a kid named Dovahkiin out there in this crazy world of ours? I don't think I understand the question. What if I answer truthfully to what I think, I win. That's what do you think means. <laughs> yes. What do you say, Lee? I I I beg to differ. <laughs> Consider it done. You're right. Yeah, there is a kid named Dovo uh, Dovo King out there actually. Is that's his actual his name? His actual name is Dovo King Tom. Let me look at real quick. Oh wait, this is real life. This is real life. Oh, this is not. This is, oh, this is shit. Yeah, this is real. I thought you were talking about there's a character named Dovahkiin. That's not a thing. Now, what kind of? <laughs> if you named so, your parent, or if you named your kid Dovahkiin as a parent, get they, this. They he, need to take your child away from you. Get this. He was born November 11th, 2011. So Bethesda said he gets free Bethesda games for life. Of that. that sounds a more like a burden than anything at this that's point. That's why, yeah, that's why it seemed saying, like yeah. a good idea at the time. <laughs> All right, here's the next one. Do you think there's another question in this trivia game? <laughs> Hopefully not. Next question, Dorian. How many lines of dialogue were recorded for Skyrim? At least seven. <laughs> How many lines of dialogue? Uh, one thousand four hundred eighty-six. <laughs> It's probably like 43,627. 60, over 60,000, actually. Oh, so that's, we're tied up one and one, yeah. right? Apparently it was like over 70 voice actors. So here it is, the tiebreaker. Who is going to oh, come it. home that's all, with... That's all I got. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so who's not going to be taking over Jeopardy when <laughs> Alex Trebek retires? What is Dorian S. Pickles? <laughs> If it wasn't an audio format, you could see the fire burning in Mr. Mitchell's eyes right now. He worked 12 hours on this trivia segment. <laughs> uh, well, something that hopefully won't take that long is this month's reading. Dorian, you've picked a book. 
Yeah, I did. This one kind of hits close to home for you, my man. Am I right? Why is that? Aren't you a werewolf? Don't you take a lot of pride in being a werewolf? <sighs> I'm not a werewolf. You're not. I'm a vampire lord. Oh, ooh, gosh. Very well. badass vampire lord. Ooh. Mm. But yeah, I don't know. I was doing some research because werewolves are interesting part of the game. And this yes. book popped up. Dealing with werewolves by, I can't even say this guy's name. I'm going to try to. Vin. Vin. Vinny Vidivici. Basically, yes. Vinustinius Perquitinus. That guy. Yeah, dude. Yeah, he's got some cool things to say about werewolves. He's got some ideas. My own drinking buddy. And I think that's a different guy. Thinking of going down to the eatery later. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Dorian, start us off. I'll take uh, paragraph two. Awesome. So he starts off, whether you are stationed at a garrison at Camelon or suffering Nord inhospitality at Skyrim, an Imperial subject must know the signs of the terrible affliction of lycanthropy. With attacks of creatures affect, with attacks by creatures affected with sanius lupinus on the rise, it's your duty to learn the following and behave accordingly. Is there an overabundance of cannabis fruit and cast in market stalls? Have you witnessed the locals rubbing this root on neighbor, neighboring trees and fences? Oh, I saw my neighbor rubbing his root the other day. I didn't say anything. That was a flame action. On <laughs> I think he was looking at flame action. Have you followed strange animal tracks only to find them disappear? Do the village temples house village temples house beggars with vivid nightmares or with deep claw wounds on their face or bodies? Does a wolf howl when there are none to be found? Then werewolves, or worse still, is this more trivia? Were bears may be active in your jurisdiction. Werewolves are sturdy hybrids with powerful jaws and claws on both hands and feet. They stand three hands taller than an orc, exhibit severe bloodlust, and if you encounter one, attempt to flee at all costs unless you feel supremely confident in your arms and armor. If possible, thrust the indigenous population into the path of the lichen. That's so mean! So it satiates its appetite on them while you retreat to cover or your mount. If you must fight a werewolf, arm yourself with any silver weapon, as these have proven extremely effective. However, prepare for severe gash wounds and the possibility of becoming infected. Should this occur, occur, report to your superior for final rights to RK and immediate execution. Oh, wow, that's fun, since it's saying, oh, if you get bit and if you contract it, eh, we're gonna kill you. He doesn't like werewolves very much, it seems. This Ventius, Pernilius, whatever his name is. Perdingus. Perdingus. Yep. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so watch out for those guys. Seven Perdinguses per day. And it keeps the doctor away. But speaking of ways, I'm sure you folks want a way that you can hear a new bonus episode, right? I know Lee wants to edit one, right? Pass. <laughs> well... We've decided that if we get 100 followers on the at Dovacast Twitter, that's at D-O-V-A-H-K-A-A-S-T, D-O-V-A-H-K-A-A-S-T, if we get 100 (laughs) followers following that account, we will put out a third, that's right, a third bonus episode featuring a bunch of fun random encounters. So while you're on Twitter, Dorian, what's your Twitter, my man? Give me all your social media. Where can they you find you? You forgot one thing, Killian. What did I forget? We have exciting news. What, what, what? We have shirts for sale. Oh! What? 
Yep, we have we have Dovacast shirts for sale. They're on Teespring. And maybe Lee will add a link to that in the episode summary yeah, on Kindness yeah, of His Hearts. Yeah, he probably we get won't. get 500 followers on Flickr. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're, they're pretty cool shirts. I have one. I love it. Fantastic quality. Cool, em- cool emblem. So um, check them out. What's your Twitter, though, my man? Oh, it's... Uh, There's a link for the me. t-shirts on there, right? Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at, at DorianM48, on Facebook at Dorian Mitchell, and on Instagram at DorianM48. S-T-S-T-O-N-T-O-T-S-T-E-T-S-O-N-T-H-R-E. E. 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 You can find me at the Shooter KM on Twitter. Uh, Killian McMurphy on Facebook, Killian McMurphy on Instagram. Go subscribe to Meet the Press on YouTube. I'm going to have both of these dinguses on here soon. Maybe already by the time this episode comes out. <laughs> Who knows? A couple months. <laughs> After you subscribe to that, don't forget to, to subscribe to this too, my man. Am I right? Am I right? How mad are you right now, Dorian? I'm you wanna, mad. You want to uh, fight, dude? Let's <laughs> fight. How do you do that? You 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 do what you like. Like, share, and subscribe, subscribe, my dudes! dudes. Yeah.